What's up, everybody? I'm Zook. Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm Drewski. Hey, don't touch that. Don't touch that! Welcome to Crypto Warfare! And if you have a story or encounter, shoot us an email or a detailed voice message to cryptidwarfare at gmail.com. That's C-R-Y-P-T-I-D-W-A-R-F-A-R-E at gmail.com. Hey, what up, guys? Welcome back to another show. So stoked you're here. It's uh, Z-Baby. What's going on, guys? This is Drewski. This is episode 006. Eight? Eight? Time eight. has flown by. Time has flown by. I need to learn to count better. <laughs> hey, what's going on, guys? Anyways, uh, anyway, I just want to give a couple quick shout-outs uh, to a couple good friends of mine. Um, if you guys need a good mowing job here in Middle Tennessee, if you guys want to check out Ready Mow, that's on Facebook. It's my good friend Taylor and, uh, and my other buddy Brandon. Uh, they run around and they do um, and they basically do yard work and mow lawns here in Middle Tennessee. So if you guys need a good cut, hit them up on Facebook. It's called Ready Mow. Also, too, if you guys need a couple of uh, drone photography, uh, my brother, uh, he's on Instagram. His his, uh, his page name is Eagle Eye Drone Photography. If you look it up on IG, it's Eagle underscore I, that's E-Y-E, underscore drone photography so check them out if you guys need any work done hit them up also too if you guys need any detailing work done on your cars i got a good friend his name's chris he's on ig as well too uh, his ig name is uh sykes on site that's s-y-k-e-s-o-n-s-i-t-e sykes on site on instagram if you guys need a good detailing of your car great dude hit him up yeah there it is that's a really great way to that's for the shout-outs. Yeah, shout-outs. Um, today's episode... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, guys. Okay, this is FYI. Just to let you guys know, I chew tobacco, so if you hear that... Every now and then... <laughs> that's me spitting in the bottom, but I'm sorry. Yeah, surround sound. <laughs> Anyways. Oh. Go ahead, Zach. Yeah, but today... So, uh, the fellow we were um, going to interview, he had something come up last minute, so he wasn't able to make it. More than likely, it's probably some, some sort of fill the research, because... Um, Nick Valente is nothing but busy, especially when it comes to that. Yeah, he's an active man. Nick Valente, holler brother, love you. Be safe out there, man. Yes, please, please. But we decided to uh, <coughs> go over something that we think is a pretty cool um, topic, which is hollow earth. Um, and we also believe in a flat earth. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's, it's funny because um, whenever they have like a flat earth convention, they're like, to my brothers and sisters all around the world. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> give a shout out yeah <laughs> um but uh yeah this is something that let's see i've been thinking of man for years now and the first uh, time i heard about it and it started actually with admiral bird and then from there it started with uh, something I, I saw on the bbc news whenever i was uh, in a biology class in college um where it was showing that there was potential for an under underground underwater ocean i'm like oh that's interesting um oh it, yeah they've had they had it on on video yeah, so it's a very it's very water lake. Yeah, they had an uh, and that also goes into like you know the I don't know if I'm saying it right, but the firmament firmament firmament, um, which is um, a divider between this world and something that kind of well I don't want to say this world, but but in the ocean that is a divider between this world and potentially the hollow earth where there could be different species or even dinosaurs down there, um, and it it could lead to you know several pockets of uh, cavern systems that are pretty massive to sustain life 
Um, and I have thought about that too, because I mean, if the lava, you know, has a certain amount of heat, I know there would be fumes. I don't know how that would work, but you know, heat could sustain life if, if you know, the conditions are favorable and things like that. Um, and I'm sure too, in tropical climates, it's, it's pretty crazy. So moisture on top of that, but yeah, <laughs> those are just some thoughts that I thoughts that I would think about. Um, but yeah, we're going to touch on that just a little bit. Anyways, yeah, guys, uh, the hollow earth theory, um, it's basically kind of like a subterranean civilization. Uh, you guys ever heard of, a Agartha? Um, basically, uh, Dr. Gilbert offers a practical methods of utilizing, um, basically like geometry on why he thinks there's good, there's actually like a subterranean earth basically and how the earth's core acts like the sun and it's have and it has its own gravitational thing down there it's kind of funny hollywood like yeah. the whole mk ultra thing hollywood kind of throws breadcrumbs at you they basically throw it in your face um the one that reminds me is uh you know like a thousand leagues under the sea mm. or or like what was that one with the journey the, to the center of the earth the journey to the center of the earth or this new one we the movie just came out last year Last year or year before? King Kong versus yes, Godzilla. last year. Last yeah, year. King Kong versus Godzilla, and it shows a hollow earth theory. Well, anyways, uh, we're going to go off of... Um, we're going to go off of... Uh, I'm, I'm basically going to read to some... I'm going to read some, some information to you guys. All right, here it is. Uh, is there evidence of a civilization in deep beneath their surface? Uh, to some certain doctors, yes. To some certain... Um, uh, astrophysicists and stuff, yes, as well. Um, while a lot of the information that they receive is from NASA, uh, environmental agencies may be accurate. Uh, there is uh, still so much more to be discovered about our planet. Um, there's like 90-some percent of our ocean that hasn't been discovered yet, and there's like, don't get me wrong, don't quote me, but it's like 40 to 45 percent of our forests that haven't been discovered yet either. That's a massive, yeah. Yeah. In Brazil. Uh, oh, yeah, the Amazon. Yeah, that's what it is. The Amazon. Well, anyways, uh, there. I mean, you can even go out throughout history, guys, when it comes to Egypt, Persia, Greece, the Greek, all that stuff, Romans. Um, they've had a lot of, um, like, a lot of history about, about, like, the underworld, you know, when it comes to Hades and uh, hell and stuff like that. And also, like, according, like, biblical standards, too, um, Paul, Peter have quoted, like, hell and Jesus, hell is in the earth. Mm -hmm. basically so walking um, to and fro yeah and also uh in job uh i think it's six yeah job three job six three or job three six i got that i kind of I got that mixed up but check it out um when the angels of god go go present themselves to god uh in his basically i call it in his in his conference room um basically on like where his throne's at um and satan was with them as well god asked satan hey bud what are you doing like where'd you come from He's like, oh, if you read it verbatim, it just it says, um, oh, I've been uh, walking across to and fro, up and down in the earth. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty interesting. And not only that, if you look at live feeds from NASA, because you can go on, you can check out, um, you can check out the what do they call it, the um, oh, National Space Station, where Russia, United States, and China, all these astronauts hang out up there. Well, if you go online to the NASA. Um, uh, www.nasa.com if you look at it they actually have live feed from the space station up there anytime they go above the north pole it cut it glitches out anytime <laughs> they go underneath 
basically around the south pole, right in the center of it, it glitches out as well. It always does that. Mm. And uh, that kind of leads uh, to our to our next thing. We're going to talk about Admiral Byrd. Oh, and before that, it was interesting. Uh, Drewski sent me a, um, <clears throat> a, a little uh, YouTube short. And it was of a guy explaining, you know, potentially that there, uh, the Antarctic could be a wall that divides um, civilizations. And on the other side of that wall, there could be a more advanced one. <laughs> and out of those people... Um, that were in that society came here like like the rich richest like, of the rich, basically like the number well one percenters. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't. I, it was just a really uh, interesting theory the way he explained it. Yeah, um, we're basically kind of like mice in a in a maze. It's kind of funny. Rat but race. It, yeah, <laughs> but it is kind of interesting. Like a lot of if you were to look up the history, um, I think it was like the seventy four or something like that. That the Antarctic Treaty, um, when it's just a place uh, dedicated to science and stuff like that. So you can do science there, but it's but other than that, like. You're not allowed to fly over it or anything. So I wonder why that is. Um, and I'm sure they'll say maybe it's like a gravitational pull or anything. I'm like, I really don't know how much different it would be than any other place um, on Earth. And they had did, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was there, but there was a woolly mammoth that was found. Um, oh, it was funny. fully preserved. And it actually had a vegetation in its stomach that was a tro- like for tropical climates. So it also makes you think differently about mammoths not just living in the cold, but... You know, at one time, like, it was a really nice area in the Antarctic um, where we probably could have thrived. So, an Admiral Byrd, that, that's an amazing uh, story. And this guy, like, people knew who he was. Um, and he was really, really up in the ranks. I mean, Admiral. He's, he's Admiral. So, <laughs> um, that's a, like, he had a lot at stake um, when, when coming out and sharing this story. Yeah. Anyways, guys, yeah, I, that's what I'm going to talk to is about Admiral Byrd. Um, I'm basically getting my information off of GAIA.com. Uh, and also, ooh, Gaia. Gaia, also like Wikipedia and stuff like that. Well, this has been around for a while. Um, Admiral Byrd and the Hollow Earth Expedition. Basically, in a nutshell, it says, uh, fast forward another century between the time of the Great Depression and World War II as Admiral Richard E. Byrd of the U.S. Navy pioneered further exploration of the Poles. And after a multitude of trips to the Antarctic territories, there is one bird, um, basically when he uh, narrates it, it sticks out more than the rest. His recording uh, uh, setting flight over the North Pole. According to an alleged diary entry written during his polar flight, Bird came across a warm, lush climate with mammoth-like creatures in, a, in an ancient human race that had been residing within the Earth. And that correlates to what Zick was talking about, about mammoths having a lush um, forests um, and stuff like that, uh, plant life in, in their stomachs and all that. Anyways, it says um, his plane um, uh, commandeered midair and landed for him uh, by the people in the center of the Earth who intercepted his plane with a saucer-shaped craft. Upon landing, he was met with um, the merce of people and a different civilization, mainly assumed to be the mythical Agartha. If you guys look that up, if you, if you guys look up the whole Agartha, um, there's actually a map that, uh, that uh, gosh, what are they? Monks and uh, certain religious groups uh, drew out about the center of the earth, and it shows the earth. It shows us being on the top crest of it, but it shows two holes, one on the top and one on the bottom of the earth, north and south pole, mm-hmm. and it shows a whole inner earth which people reside in. Um, anyways, um, where was I at? 
Anyways, so it talks about uh, upon landing, he was met with a mercy of people in a civilization assumed to be uh, by the mythical land Agartha. These alleged Agarthians expressed their concern about humanity, the use of the atomic bombs during World War II, employed and employed Byrd as their ambassador to return to the U.S. government and to rely their statement. Off note, uh, we're going to be interviewing a, a lady who is, she states she's an ambassador. Yep, a galactic ambassador. But I'm not sure where that'll be just because of the, the scheduling right now. She's on Hawaiian time, so we're about five hours ahead of her. So we're trying to, trying to coordinate that. that. So, so it might be ways out, but we're going to make it happen eventually. Yeah. So anyways, um, yeah, so um, yeah, so uh, basically it states saying that uh, the striking issue regarding on the validity of the diary entry is that the date is February 1947. Uh, if it is to believe, uh, the story covers Bird's, Bird's uh, alleged flight over the North Pole. Uh, and one need to only look at the actual date when he achieved his feat is more than 20 years earlier on May 9th, uh, 1926. In fact, upon further inspection, it appears Bird probably didn't quite reach the North Pole. And instead of uh, maybe fabricating his navigation records, um, poaching credit from another team that actually set to record a few days later. Um, but that's hearsay, she say, so that's just an opinion. Um, but as far as that, yeah, so it also leads to, if you, if you fast forward that, um, if, if you fast forward that, basically he came back, talked to, talked to DC and, uh, these ancient people that talked to him about what was going on up on the earth because he knew about the atomic bombs and all that. What's funny is that, okay, if you guys want to know in more in depth, Look up um, the Fourth Watch on YouTube. It's with Justin Fall. He talks about the Hollow Earth Chronicles. Great episodes, good information, and he lays it more in the depth on on what happened with Admiral Byrd. But anyways, when Admiral Byrd was um, was talking to these ancient civilizations, he met a guy called the Master. Everyone called him the Master. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of funny to me. He's uh, talking to satan in my opinion um but um anyway so but yeah he basically stated that uh you know you guys in a nutshell are destroying the earth if you don't do something about it we're going to come and do something about it so so anyways he he talked to washington dc about it and at that time uh world war ii was going on and the germans fled um they actually fled to South America, and a lot of them hop, skipped, and jumped across the ocean and went to Antarctica. So if you guys look it up, he led an operation called the Notorious Operation High Jump. Check that out. High Jump is one of the largest operations ever conducted in Antarctica. With over 4,000 men sent to study the map to reside on the continent for eight months, the expedition included 13 support ships, an aircraft carrier, helicopters <clears throat> they said flying boats but i think it's hover boats an array of much traditional aircraft this expedition is as well subsequent operation deep freeze eight years later established an, Amer an american military presence on antarctica which is prohibited today so why exactly was there such a rush to facilitate this occupation which is antarctica Kind of makes you think. Not only that, nowadays you can't even fly over Antarctica. 
felt him shooting you down. And you have, I forgot how many countries are there, like over 40-some countries that made a, a pact and yeah. a treaty about Antarctica. It's very secretive there. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes you wonder what the heck's going on. I do know after the World Wars, um, yeah, a lot of those scientists, they were recruited and they created... Oh, yeah, uh, Operation were, Paperclip? Yeah. Yeah. Like, man, th- those dudes were smart. Like, like they created things that would be considered UFOs. Well, if you um, talk about... like gravity and... Yeah. Uh, Dr. Von Braun was one of them um, taken, basically, from the German scientists over, and he's the one who helped create NASA. Uh, my... What am I interviewing uh, my grandfather? Because he actually worked with Dr. Von Braun. He worked for NASA. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Um, anyways, yeah. So... Um, not my grandfather, but my wife's grandfather. So, uh, yeah, he worked for Dr. Von Braun. He's even got a picture with him in his, uh, in his study hall. Oh, so. Yeah, cool stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff like this goes <sighs> on behind closed doors. Um, and just bringing it up, it, I don't know, it almost like, uh, shuns you. Um, just if you were to say, hey, you know, there's a lot of evidence to this, but then they'll try to make you look like the idiot. I'm like, no, but, it, but I literally have a photograph of me with the guy. Like... <laughs> <laughs> And it even says, like, like I don't know, there's, like, a United States flag and all these other American citizens and stuff like that. I don't know, but but it's uh, really, really weird how a lot of the stuff, though, that's been covered up for so long, it's starting to come to the light. Yeah, and not only that, I think it's also with, like, technology. You know, you got hackers and stuff like that know how to do stuff. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you actually got, like, the deep web, black market and all that. And a lot of stuff back in the day wow. you can actually hide because mm-hmm. the only um, – the only information you got is like for word of mouth or like the newspapers. Well, the newspapers could be fabricated and printed the way they wanted to. And uh, anyways, yeah, that goes into the Illuminati and uh, anyways, their thing. Yeah, technology, <laughs> like virtual reality and uh, computers and stuff, it's actually been out for Metaverse. a really long time. Um, but I think they make it look as if, let's see, I think computers came out in like the 80s. Yeah. But but they've been out way before then. Did they have Wi-Fi? I don't know. But um, they had a lot of stuff stored on those computers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, good, nice. <laughs> yeah, a good friend I had as military. Um, I was gonna call him Colonel because that's what he was. Uh, he served with me and uh, good friend. Um, he, because I asked him about that because he was in, um, yeah, because he was in a colonel in the army and uh, he worked for like the intelligence as well, for, like for the for, like the intelligence community too. And uh, I asked him about the Kandahar giant and all that. Ooh. And, and uh, anyways, um, so. Well, basically, he stated that um, anything that we have, he's all, I've seen that 30 years ago. Basically, the government agencies have technology that, he says, 30 to 70 years ahead of what we have right now. So, and also, you know, to me, that also jumps into, like, CERN and, like, portal jumping and stuff like that. Anyways, off of that. I'm going to throw a little bomb your way. Um, were the Nazis at the center of the earth? Mm, I've mm. heard of that theory. Yeah. Uh, uh, other speculations recording, actually say regarding Bird's uh, supposed search for Agartha notes a Nazi presence in Antarctica territory, both, n- both North and South Pole. It is well documented that the Nazis explored Antarctica regions set up and also set up bases uh, and to test uh, weaponry. But it is also well documented that Hitler and the Nazis were obsessed with the, oh gosh, uh, with the exorcism and occult. I guess that's what it is. The rabbit hole goes deep, deeper than that. And with some going so far as uh, 
uh, to Poisate that Hitler could have escaped to the underground world, which is Agartha. Uh, though that might be uh, counterintuitive of the ancient um, enlightened society that basically resided down there. We all know Hitler had doubles too as well, so mm. who knows. But I know a lot of uh, the Nazis after World War II died down. A lot of them migrated from Germany all the way down to South America, Argentina, stuff like that. You have a lot of pockets of uh, of German, um, basically like German uh, towns down there. And it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. So, um, but if you look at like the Nazi maps, Nazis believed to be uh, instructions for reaching Agartha. They have supposedly been uh, 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 collaborated with a with a letter of the German U-boat navigator named Carl Inger. <laughs> Carl Inger, who claims that U-209 made it to Agartha. And that's a boat. Uh, I think that's a sub. I think uh, U uh, U-209 made it to Agartha, and that the Earth is in fact hollow. The letter also mentions the notorious German uh, general Karl Hustenhofer <laughs> and, Ru- and Rudolf Haas, Haas. <laughs> who says um, who says that they were correct about the Hollow Earth theory, and it has a map and stuff. And you know what, dude? I think that whenever we release this podcast, we should put this in there on like the show notes, yeah, we'll on like the website for the people to check out. It's really really interesting. Anyways, um, so yeah, so also ties into like Atlantis, like to me when like the flood happened, it just man, all kinds of things, man, all kinds of theories and stuff. But unfortunately, um, not unfortunately, fortunately, I always go back to what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, anyways, that's what I got so far. I'm gonna I'm gonna start looking up some facts on the Bible. But you you go ahead and keep running with it. Many years ago, um. I went to an event where there was a speaker there. He was a, a famous geologist. His name is John Mackay. And his last name is spelled like Key, but it's actually pronounced Kai. Uh, and That's he what traveled... I call my daughter. Kai Kai. <laughs> That's her nickname. But uh, he travels the world um, and mainly to just show like there is evidence. And even in so many cultures, there is evidence of a massive global flood. Uh, there have been... I don't know if there's the Sahara Desert, but it was deserts that, where they found uh, the bones and the remains of... Whales and and other sea creatures. So I'm like, I think that's some pretty hard evidence. But anyway, uh, he said he would be on certain sites, like excavating sites and things like that, that would actually document and show that there were people that literally walked around the same time as dinosaurs did. So they were walking side by side, or it 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 could have been within like the same year or so. And they would have and it would be sandals and not just barefoot. So like people were a lot smarter. Um, than, than what they gave, like these cavemen or whatever. Uh, they were a lot smarter than what we now give them credit for. Uh, and there would be uh, other paleontologists there with them, and they would literally choose not to turn around and look um, at, at the actual evidence because they, they're like, I, what, I'm choosing not to believe that. Like, I only want to believe what I believe to be true. And I'm like, well, that's the thing with science. Like, you have to be open-minded because the thing with science like yeah you have certain things that don't change but certain things do change and it, it's it's just like the study of a lot of research like it just it keeps changing because the more we know the more it changes um our reality and view of how things work and i don't know i just found it um very very interesting hey we want to hear your creepy stories if you have any creepy experiences you'd like to share contact drewski and i at cryptowarfare at gmail.com
Simply put in the headline what your story is about, then write out a brief summary and hit send. It's that easy. Oh, and if you're not much of a writer, email us a voice message. What's going on, guys? This is Drewski. Want to hit us up or look at uh, anything that we're throwing out there with our podcast? Look us up on Instagram, encrypted underscore warfare, and you'll find me and Z over there loading up our podcasts. And not only that, you guys will look at our titles up on top, and you can click on it. You can find us on Spotify and on Anchor. And then when you guys go on there, hit the like, hit the subscribe button on there. Also, on a side note, guys, I got a little side biz. Um, I tag up art for cryptids and stuff. You probably heard me on the Tony Merkel podcast. Instagram page is Drew's Tags. It's D-R-E-W-Z underscore T-A-G-G-Z. You guys want a painting? Hit me up. I can do almost about anything. And anyways, um, yeah, I'm going to go on some... I'm going to read off some biblical um, some verses and stuff. So if you guys want to take notes, check it out. Uh, if you guys got Bibles, go in there and check them out. I'm going to I'm gonna lay out some verses for y'all to check it out. It kind of leads to about the hollow earth theory. Okay, um, I go back to when I stated in Job 3.6 or Job 6.3, forgive me. I was thinking of Ephesians uh, 6. Sorry. Um, so anyways, the verse I'm talking about is Job 1.7. Uh, when the Lord asked Satan, where have you come from? And Satan answered, God, I've been wandering around the earth, going back and forth in it. That's a, that's a trip. Also, too, if you guys look up uh, Philippians 2.10, uh, so that the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven, on the earth, and under the earth. And uh, you also got Ephesians 4.9, Isaiah 40.22, Revelations 9.1 through 21, Job 26 and 7 Exodus 20 verse 4 Amos 9 verse 2 Revelations 5 1 through 14 Job 26 verse 10 Genesis 6 1 through 22 Genesis chapter 1 verses 1 through 31 Revelation 7 verse 1 Isaiah 51 verse 6 Isaiah 14 verse 15 Isaiah 11 verse 12 Genesis 1 6 through 8 Revelation 21 verse 1 through 27. Guys, I could keep going. I could keep going. Um, yeah, so it's pretty interesting. But the thing that gave me was, um, well, yeah, it was, uh, it was also Job 1, 7. And, um, yeah, when it talks about in Ephesians 4, 9, um, you know, what does it mean but that he had also descended into the lower regions of the earth? You know, it's just, man, it's like right in front of your face. Not only that, too. It's like a plain um, sight. Yeah. But... Not only that, too, uh, they were drilling in Antarctica and, uh, like, Russian um, geologists, oh, yeah. They sent, they sent a microphone down deep, 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 deep into that hole they, they, freaking, they freaking drilled. And they came up and were just mortified because they clicked on the recording. They downloaded it and clicked it in and listened to it. You heard millions and millions of people screaming down there. That was yeah. eerie, man. You can find it on uh, YouTube and on the internet. It was freaky, and they took it off a couple. Um, took it off a couple websites because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they definitely they shut that site down. Yeah. because of that, and then they're like, "Oh, it's haunted and stuff like that." And I'm like, "I don't know." It's, um, which I know there's a lot that goes into whenever it has to deal with uh, what's the word like harmonics and 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 the way you, your brain conceives. Sight, like, like what you see and then what you you hear and, and it relates to something that you think you've seen before 
or something that uh, you've heard before. And but that makes me, you know, whenever I shared my story about going through this that haunted tunnel, and whatever, like no, it was l like literal voices that, that I was hearing. It wasn't. It wasn't the sound of the water. It wasn't the sound of the water going over the rocks. Like it was literal voices I would hear. Because um, I've heard voices enough to know like the difference between that and just all these really weird sounds. Because I was trying to talk myself out of it. And I'm like, this crap isn't real. And then having that one voice scream by my ear. So if one person was like, yeah. But um, but all of them were like, you know, this does sound like a lot of people screaming. And, and it actually does give you like the chills. I mean, when I, when I first listened to it, I'm like, yep, yeah, that's 100% terrifying. And who knows, you know, what goes on. As, uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, so I found it. So um, yeah, if you, uh, I'm giving a shout out to Haunted Pizza. Haunted Pizza. It's on Ding. his it's on his YouTube channel. So reliable source. Yeah, it's pretty reliable to me. I mean, <laughs> I love pizza, so <laughs> I trust him. All right, guys, here it is, right here. Ooh, that's eerie. That ain't it, though. It's just the starting of it. Good dang. Anyways, this is back in 1970. The Soviet Union drilled a hole more than 12 kilometers deep in Siberia, which shares borders with Norway and Finland. The project to drill into the Earth's surface began in the 1970s, when Soviet scientists wanted to learn more about the Earth's crust. Over two decades, they managed to dig more than 7.5 miles down into the Earth. The drill broke through into a cavity, and the scientists lowered some equipment to see what was down there. An extremely heat-tolerant microphone, along with other sensory equipment, were lowered into the well. The temperature was about 1,100 degrees centigrade, about 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. But the real shocker was the disturbing sound that was recorded. They only got about 17 seconds of audio before the microphone melted, but it was 17 horrifying seconds of the screams of the damned. The screams of the hell. Anyways, guys, yeah, the drilling began May uh, 24th, 1970, and it reached, uh, gosh, it's uh, 12,222 uh, 12, meters. Uh, it's basically um, uh, 40,230 uh, 40, feet. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, they reached it in July of uh, 1989. So, yeah, so that was their recording, and um, man, yeah crazy stuff dude guys yeah it kind of um it definitely reminds me of uh the verse in revelation 14 11 where it says and the smoke of their torment will rise forever and ever and there will be no rest day or night those who worship the beast and its image for anyone who receives his mark and its name yeah just yeah just they're just gonna be tormented man but yeah it'll be the complete whew. absence of, of christ and i mean we were made in his image and like i don't know it's just 
Yeah. It's, wow. But, but there's a difference, though, because, mm-hmm. okay, you got hell, and there's a difference, and then there's a lake of fire after that, you know, because you're going to tap into um, God's white throne judgment, then he throws um, death, hell, Hades, and Satan and the Antichrist in the pit. So that, that happens after everything goes on, tribulation yeah. and all that. So there's a difference, though. There's hell right now, and then there's a lake of fire waiting for the last judgment. So, but in hell, people actually do get tormented. So, um, it's just like, you know, how you got heaven, you got paradise. And then, anyways, yeah, we're going off a tangent. But, uh, yeah, so back to the hall worth. Yeah, it just kind of, yeah, it just really trips me out on that. Very, very, very good, interesting stuff, though. Yeah, it kind of makes you really want to look look more into it. Um, and, you know, not like, you can also throw us, like, some of your thoughts, opinions, ideas uh, as well. We can kind of look into it we can have another episode because i'd love to have another episode on the hollow earth theory um like i have a co-worker and, and he brought up something interesting to me like there could be not just a full hollow earth but maybe just big cavern pockets like um around the earth but to me i'm like well i just like it just makes sense to me like on both ends you know there could be pockets of cavern systems uh and there can also be a massive one uh which yeah uh, that's what i think really that too you also have like underground bases and that taps into like the dulzy base guys that that's another rabbit hole to go down to um where uh where special forces soldiers got into a gunfight with aliens um oh, yeah. yeah and a lot of like rangers died out of there so mm. uh yeah that's another thing also this is interesting too in the los angeles paper um uh, according into <laughs> uh in 1934 an article in los angeles times there was stated that there's lizard people and they had underground, um, they had like an underground reptilian race in LA. And uh, yeah, they actually had caverns and stuff and someone drew out the map. It was pretty interesting. Um, yeah, so, anyways, yeah. So, anyways, it says that um, uh, the radio x ray has revealed the location of one of three lost cities on the Pacific coast. The local one having been dug up by the lizard people after the great catastrophic uh, catastrophe that occurred about 5,000 years ago. Um, kind of 5,000 years ago, you backtrack. It's kind of like when the Great Flood happened. If you do the math. People state in that um, like Bible, um, oh gosh, like, like people have doctrines in the Bible and theology and stuff like that. It states that they're 7,000 years old, but who knows? Um, or the earth's, uh, millions and millions of years old, who, who knows, um, but anyways, I'm just gonna read what it says, and, uh, anyways, the legendary catastrophic, uh, was in the form of a huge, uh, a fire, which came out of the southwest, destroying all life in its path, and the path being several hundred miles wide, the city underground was dug and its means of escaping future fires. Uh, large rooms in the domes of the hills above and the cities of the labyrinths housed 1,000 families in the manner of tall buildings. I never knew that. Like a lot of mm. people resided underground in L.A. Because uh, a lot of them were like poor or, you know, it was during like the Great Depression at that time. Dang. And a lot of them lost houses and stuff like that. And uh, anyways, yeah, so... Um, and they had like imperishable food supplies down there um, of herbs and variety. And they were stored in catacombs 
to provide sustenance, also to provide sustenance for the lizard people, that they wouldn't um, <laughs> basically kill the people here up on yeah. on the earth. So, Eat them. anyways, yeah. So that's where it comes from. It's uh, it's on a Los An- it's it's on the paper in like Los Angeles Times, and it was in 1934. It was an article, so it was pretty interesting going to end it for this episode but we uh wanted to end it on a note of just sharing you uh, sharing with you a really cool um video documentary um that is from justin fall from the fourth watch radio network and we highly 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 recommend because he has taught talked to the people he's done a lot of extensive research on this topic and he also made this documentary that covered the hollow earth and dude there's just a lot uh, a lot of uh reliable um things in it yeah anyways uh, thanks guys uh, for tuning in uh, we're in this note on that um, have you guys listened to it uh, yeah it's a documentary from Justin Falls called the Hollow, Hollow Earth Chronicles this is just a um, this is just a little taste of what it is so here we go and the Lord said unto Satan whence comest thou then Satan answered the Lord and said from going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it Job 1 7 The world consists of vast cultures with stories that constantly connect their gods with the inner earth. And not just their gods, but reptilian races of hybrid entities. We're talking superhumans, strange animal creatures, or what the Book of Giants refers to as monsters. When you're dealing with the areas around the world where so much myth, legend, oral tradition, and belief, contemporary belief, there's always uh, almost an embracing of the underworld. The earth is actually dynamic. Um, By that, what I mean is that, you know, we all go to work every day, we get in our car, we are driving over a shell under which, according to the Bible, there is supernaturalism, there are entities, there are creatures, there are beings. If you were gonna hide something and keep something secret, there's two places to do it. One is in the deep, deep oceans. The second place is a labyrinth, a network of tunnels and areas which go deep underneath the earth. There was truth to this idea that this race called the Vril-Ya had been existing under the earth since the days of the Great Flood in the antediluvian world. In fact, the belief of the Vril-Ya and of the power of Vril was actually so prominent among German occultists that it gave birth to a secret society, one of the most notorious secret society involving the Nazi regime called the Vril Society. The Nazi expedition to Shambhala originally started in, uh, in Greenland with the Edda. The Edda were ancient Nordic writings describing a hollow earth. They went there to see if they could find further details or information. They really, this was the top of their agenda. They had to find this opening. And the next thing you know, they had the Nishwabenland expedition to the Queen Maudland area of uh, the Antarctic. It's what drove them. It was a religious belief that drove them to to, uh, cordon this area off and claim it for their own. When I read Admiral Byrd's description of, of things that he saw and, and, and how it felt going into this into this abyss type of type of opening. But it also was a long time ago and we've learned a lot about quantum physics since then. We've learned a lot about how these types of things would work. And there there are too many descriptions in there uh, of things that he saw that line up with current 
um, quantum physics uh, understanding. The underworld of our people, very similar to uh, the Cherokee stories, the Creek stories, the Maya Incan stories of underwater panther and, and these underworlds where there was completely different civilizations that lived under there. We know in the Bible that the Watchers, the angels who kept not their first estate, according to Peter, are kept in chains in Tartarus until the judgment, kept in darkness until the judgment. Tartarus, in Greek mythology, is as far below Hades, it's not Hades, it's as far below Hades as the earth is below heaven. That's where the Watchers, according to Peter, have been confined. intentionally they've been molding the religions of the world they've been literally priming the world for the greatest deception of all time and we are fast approaching that time right now according to the bible well guys that was some good information um yeah, so hey guys, we just want to say just uh, thank you for tuning in, stopping by. Um, yeah, that's basically what I got, Zach. Hey guys, I hope uh, you you gathered some some knowledge and a better understanding about kind of what's happening in plain sight. Um, but anyways, guys, yeah, hey guys, thank you for turning in encrypted warfare. Um, yeah, until next time, guys. Remember, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but against uh, otherworldly beings. So keep your heads up. Have a safe week, guys. Blessings. If you need us, shoot us an email. We're here for you. All right, guys. Have a good week. Be safe. See you guys.